Previously on Full Immersion. What I need is Miranda Rhapsody's schedule for the next three weeks. Her manager's pad should have her schedule on it. There's a hotel called the Hotel du Champ, and she's going to be there for a day or so. This hotel is two floors. It's at, kind of at the top of this big tower building, most of which is taken up with areas that are open to the public. You round the corner up to the to the corridor that room 12 is in. You're looking down, and you look, and uh, you immediately become aware that there's someone in the corridor, which is not great news. That person is Miranda Rhapsody, and they're knocking on the door to room 12. The door opens from the inside. Kara is there. Get, get in, get in. I've called security. They're coming up. Miranda steps inside, and the door is shut. So yeah, you, you push open the, the door and you can tell pretty quickly that you, the, the eyes are not on the door. Miranda and Kara are, there's a little desk in this room. Um, it's obviously a slightly different like room room classification to whatever yours is. Um, there's a little like desk and uh, a couple of chairs and they're sat at it quite close to each other, talking to each other, facing ever so slightly away from the door. Uh, and they're, they're talking a little bit, but it looks like they're just staying put. Like, Miranda seems like she's panicking a little bit. She's she's breathing kind of heavily. And Kara is more kind of reassuring. And she's like, um, they'll be here soon. Um, they'll come up. We've got clearance with the hotel. And they're just going to stay in here. It's going to be absolutely fine. I'm sure it's nothing to do with us. Don't worry about it. Okay. Uh, well, I'll shut the door quietly behind me. So I'm in the room. I will pull a latch or a bolt or something, I guess. Just, I don't know, every second. And I will try to make my way into the room. So I'm, I'm guessing this room isn't massive. It's not, no. Is it like a kind of just a Premier Inn? Slightly bigger than that. It's like, if you think, yeah, if you think a standard Premier Inn style hotel room and then the the desk bit, like the bit that they're in is like another small room bolted onto the side kind of. So it's like, um, it is still all one thing, but it's aren't really bad at measurements, but like... There's the, there's the door, there's the bathroom off to the side, the bed is kind of uh, in front of you, and then behind that, there's the two of them speaking to each other, facing slightly away from you. Do I have a good view of the room? So I am I would like to be hidden, but I'm hoping I have a decent view of the room and that they just haven't seen me. So are they are they face-to-face, talking, standing, sitting? They're face-to-face sitting down, um, and they are, they're facing slightly away from the door. They're like, I'm just trying to think of a good way. It's hard to visualize. If you come in at the door, it's like you're at the bottom of, of the rectangle and they're facing like each other, like kind of like a triangle, like at, that, at like a 45 degree angle, one on the left, one on the right, cars on the left, Miranda's on the right. So they could look around easily and see the room and they can kind of see it out the corner of their eye, but you're stealthy enough that you can avoid their, their spotting. Uh, and the way the room's set up, the bed, like when you come into the into the room, uh, the bathroom's off to the left, the desk area's off to the right. You can put the bed between you and them and basically hide from them forever. Um, or you can stick near the door very, very carefully and quietly. Can I spend my last um, assess question for the room? As in, uh, I assessed the entering the room. <laughs> You can use the assess question, but it can't pertain to anything you couldn't have seen from the corridor outside. So it would it would be for leaving, basically, I think. I don't think you could use it for the interior of this room. You can assess now, though. You can take some time to assess now. Yeah, I think I need to. I think I need to. Roll assess. Goddamn, my low edge. Five. <laughs> okay. 
I think I think this is I think this is advanced enough that a hard enough move can be made. Um, you you are by the door. You're trying to get a good a good view of the room. Uh, and Miranda looks around because she looks. She, she takes a panic look around the room and she sees you. Uh, she screams loudly um, <laughs> and just kind of like you know pushes herself back against the desk. And Kara looks around and goes. Um, she's like, "Who are you? And what are you doing here?" She looks scared, but like she's trying to stay composed. Uh, I would like to use the move cool owl sidekick <laughs> uh, i'm gonna use walter to interfere with an antagonist i'm just basically gonna set walter on if i had to guess i would say miranda would put up less of a fight you surely can't attack miranda rhapsody that, that I, is I, have not to, I have to attack miranda rhapsody. you can deploy walter against both of them i'm gonna say yeah okay that's All fine right. uh i'm gonna just send walter in there i just need to cause a distraction enough that i can i don't know think of what to do next mate at least i i can tase one of them both of them i don't know on a seven plus they're temporarily distracted from you so roll roll edge uh, which or is I can what take the plus one. so one of the options was uh, i can take plus one forward on a physical action against the target would that be both of them or either of them hypothetically if i followed this uh, up with mix it up sorry go on i must have an older version of this move can you send me yours please i can i, I can just read it out uh when you use water to interfere with an antagonist justify how on roll edge on a 7+, plus, choose one. Shell escapes notice, or a character takes plus one forward on a physical action against the target. On a 10+, plus, I get both. I have a worse one. Okay, cool. Yeah, roll it. Yeah, there were, there were loads of different versions of this move, and I have the wrong one written down. Oh, my God. Four. Roll better for crying out loud. Uh, well, so I'll say that... I'll give you an option here. That is a miss. Um, I'll say that you can set Walter on them, and it will buy you some time. Like, their attention will be focused on Walter and not you. But you don't know how long for, and you don't know what's going to happen to Walter if you do that. I have to distract them. Okay. Uh, what what benefit, if any, do I get? That's that's the issue. Because you rolled a miss, you don't know what's going to happen if you set Walter on them. But you do know that there will be an owl flying at them, and that might be okay. something that you can use. Like, yeah, they'll probably, I need to create distraction. You assume that they'll be distracted by Walter and not you. I will attack them with Walter. And hopefully I'll eventually roll anything above a two. Kara grabs her pad and she taps something uh, and she goes, uh, you know, um, Miranda's still kind of screaming, not doing anything. And she goes, uh, security reception. Uh, We've got an intruder in our room right now. It's very urgent. And as that's happening, Walter like flies forward from where he was behind you and just like darts towards them. And then, and Kara uh, drops her pad and goes, what, what is that? And Miranda like back, like, um, also tries to look like she's moving backwards, but she hasn't really got anywhere to go. At this point, some other stuff happens. Oh my gosh, the mission clock is alarming. And that's what happens when everything goes tits up, frankly. <laughs> Failure's exciting, it's fine. A cla- uh, like a kind of an obvious alarm sound goes off, although it's not super annoying. It's not like loud or very repetitive, but a kind of like, um, just like a beep, beep, beep sound goes off enough that it takes up the route. Like you can, it's, very very audible in the room and a voice comes over it um and it goes um all guests there is a security alert in progress everybody stay where you are and remain calm security personnel are on their way and additional security measures have been uh, have been activated i guess at this point i would i would have told tegan that shell looks like she's been busted and if she can get out you probably you probably want to get out if you can mm. if you guys can get into the hotel now might be a time <laughs> It's up to you if you still want to stay hidden. Well, given the security in the way, I'm not sure how I'm going to get into the hotel. But Okay, I'm not sure how I'm going to get out later. <laughs> and I'm not sure how leaving helps me. Okay. At the very least, I know 
that I'm in the same room as Kara's pad because I've just watched her use it to call security. So I I have eyes on it. Did, she say, did you say she dropped it, Alex? Yeah, she dropped it on the floor. Oh, really? I didn't hear that. Oh, I'm glad you asked that. Another thing, in, another addendum to the security message actually that's relevant to Tegan is uh, another thing comes on saying... Um, if, uh, if anybody accompanying you um, is not currently uh, in your room with you, then please call reception immediately. What does Tegan do about that? Don't do it. Alice, is your call. I don't think you can call any of the other team members at this point. They're all distracted by Shell. So if you try and phone Esteban to ask him this or, or Harris, neither of them are probably going to do anything. Uh, I'm going to call reception. But I'm going no, to say that she's out uh, of the hotel. Right. Like she went out to get food or... I won't. I won't say. Oh yeah, she was wandering around in a stealth suit. <laughs> I'll say she's not. She's not in the room, but that's because she left the hotel. Okay. The the person on the other end says. Um, uh, okay. Good. Um, just j- just contact her and tell her not to come back here. Well, that's that's good. If she, it means if Shell can get away, we're okay. Yeah. Okay. Shell, what are you doing? Um, Walter has flown at them. This is the first time you've used Walter in the field, right? Yes, it is. I wasn't able to last time. Looks a little awkward doing this, like this, this kind of this attack style motion. You thought that it was going to look a lot more majestic than this. Um, <laughs> I do have my gear, and I'm trying to work out what I can use that as. Maybe I try and go out through the staff exit. Yeah, that's what I think. And it's a staff keycard. So you are you just leaving the room? No, 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 no. I need that phone. <laughs> I need that pad. Um, okay, so uh, just think out loud. I think I've got two options here. I can either just try and grab it and run, and then deal with whoever's in the corridor outside because it's not no one or i can mix it up <laughs> and i'm really bad at mix it up if i the thing is if i mix it up and like uh knock them out or something i might be able to save walter what do you do uh, can i assess the situation do i have, is it is it two frauds for this uh once again you can assess but that that's going to be time and you don't know how much time walter's bought you so it's a risk i am going to assess the situation uh it does mean i'm going to roll edge again which is a terrible idea okay roll to assess there we go 10 okay hold three um so you take your time it looks like so walter like deploys his gas um this seems to subdue Miranda and Kara a little bit, but Kara gets over initial fright and it looks like she's just going to try and sort of fight or beat Walter off. Like she's just kind of hitting and swatting at him. Um, Walter is a little bit fragile. Like if you punch an owl, it's not very good for the owl. I believe you. And it looks like she's got a decent chance of swatting Walter out of the air. So to clarify, Miranda Rhapsody is, as far as I can tell, knocked out. Uh, she is still making... She's subdued. She's still making some noise, but she's... not she's, fighting, Okay. Carl yeah. Malone is still moving around. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to ask, where can I gain the most advantage? Okay. Uh, you'll have to... What ex- Advantage in what? What are you trying to achieve? Uh, my objectives are get the pad, rescue Walter, whether subduing Carl or not, and get out of the room. So anything that helps me with any of those would be great. My tracker. Oh, okay. I guess I'll get Esteban's tracker. Oh, yeah. There's also the right. bin in the room. Okay. So if you ask where can you gain the most advantage, Kara is clearly... She's not like a security person, but she's reasonably calm. Uh, like for considering what's going on it, you look like you you probably can't just get on with things and ignore her you probably need to like uh deal with her head on whether that's intimidating her or using physical violence um just trying to grab the pad and run is is probably not your best option because she'll probably hinder you um okay i can do that then uh may i take plus one forward from that answer yes you take so it sounds like you said mix it up but with more words <laughs> yeah or threat you could you could try threatening her i think just taser I got mixed up. I got plus one from assess, and I got plus one from my 
synthetic nerves. It's when you use violence against an armed force, but in this case, it doesn't really matter. Like, is it not mix it up? Uh, no, it is mix it up. I just think this is an even fight. Okay, I'm trying to seize control of an objective, which I guess and is the objective is the pad. The room. Right? Yeah, was the pad and water run? You need to stay at an actual objective. So if you want armed control of the room, such that like. So you're not, that would not just be trying to use armed force to grab the pad and get out. That would be use armed force to make her, like, do what you want. Uh, I want to subdue her. So my, my objective is the room. And okay. I, I, th I think uh, on a success, I would uh, tase her, basically. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. So if you roll a 7 plus and you mix it up, you'll tase Karma alone. That's the, that's the stakes. Six. God. <laughs> I'm bad at meat, all right? <laughs> I'm really bad at it. Okay, you do not take control of the room. Uh, so you run at her and, what, you try and tase her, right? Uh, she she realizes she sees you like with the taser brandishing it, and she manages to like stand and and push it and knock it out of your hand, uh, like pushes it to the floor. Um, she looks she is flagging like she she has to she kind of gets up and she dips like she was like she stood up too fast basically, um, and she yeah she knocks the taser to the ground. So you don't have the taser anymore. Um, you realize that if you if you were to just fight her and take long enough, you would win. Like you can just beat her in attrition, right? Because she's you're you're like younger and fitter than her. She's got this. She's been affected by this gas, um, but it is going to take a, quite a bit of time to do that. Or you can try and do something more decisive. So you can try and you can have a you can have another go at mixing it up, or you can just say I'm going to subdue her, but I'll take a while doing it. I can't just forget it and grab the f grab the pad and escape. Uh, you can try that, but you don't. You're not sure on what she'll do. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm ready to give up on fighting her. Uh, I'm gonna ask an assess question. How is she vulnerable to me? How is she vulnerable to you? She is vulnerable to you in that she's she's scared of you because she doesn't know who you are. Um, instead of fighting her, if you tell her that you're going to kill her or something, that's probably going to be the most likely thing to get her to stand down. Okay. I can fast talk her. I'm not actually going to kill her. Yeah, you can fast talk her to convince her to stop fighting you. But I can because, fast talk yeah. her. Yeah, and then if you fail the objective, she, she knows tell that her to you're calm down. She knows you're bluffing if you fail the roll, basically. Okay, so I'll fast talk her. Do I get plus one from that? That's the question. Yeah, you do. Pro probably not plus one from the other one as well, because that no. one said I should hit her, <laughs> which it turns out was terrible advice, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> that was good it's advice. It's not my fault. Yeah, it was good advice. You just performed the, the action correctly. Uh, ten. Ten. Okay. On the nose. Uh, okay, you have control. So what do you say to her? Um, I tell her to stay, just sit down, <laughs> remain calm. This is a robbery. <laughs> I just tell her to chill out for a second. Yeah, I just convince her that uh, in the long run, I have the upper hand and that she should just stop fighting. Okay, so she does. She, she backs away from you. She puts her hands up. She goes, okay, look, we don't want any trouble. Please just leave the two of us alone. Take whatever you want and go. The other thing you notice is that Walter looks kind of tired and has kind of, like, landed on the desk. Miranda's ignoring him, but that's not good. You're going to have to probably carry Walter out of here. Because that won't be conspicuous. Uh, Shall steal some other stuff to try and cover up exactly what we're here for. Sure. All right. I can do that. Okay. I'm going to grab, assuming I have the time to do this, the phone. Yeah. Uh, the, any purses or whatever. You can see Kara's handbag. It's, it's by the desk. Sure, that'll do. Sounds good. I'll lob, I'll lob the phone in it, and I will search in the bin for Esteban's whatever <laughs> his things, <Nice>. I guess. <laughs> and do I right? Do I take Walter though, or do I leave him? I'm not sure. I can carry an owl out. He's quite big. I think we've established not very big, but for me, it's an effort to carry him. That's for sure. I think I just had to get out 
the character I've always imagined for Shell is that she, if when things go bad, she just gets out. So I've done the mission, so I'm just going to get out. So my objective now is to get clear of the hotel, the room first, the and the hotel, possibly the building if I have to. Which way are you going, up or down? That is an excellent question. I'm probably going to have to make that decision once I've left the room. So it probably has to be down, but I, that might be a terrible idea. I think the staff exit is still the best way out. I do have a gear. You're going to wait to declare it. You're not declaring yeah, it. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't think it's anything yet. Um, at any rate, there's no way out of this room except through the door. There's no window or anything, so I just have to go out the door. But I'm gonna. I'm not going to make an effort to grab Walter. I'm just going to grab the bag. I'm just going to stuff what I have in like pockets and stuff. I'll make sure I've got the phone. Most importantly. Yeah, you grab the bits. I'm just going to sprint out the door. Okay. Yeah, you go to the door. You take a second to look back. You can see Kara and Miranda, and you can also see. Walter, kind of sadly, like sitting on the desk. Um, oh no! Walter. <laughs> Shell is compassionate. If you go back and grab Walter, I'll give you an experience point. All right, I'll grab Walter. <laughs> <laughs> okay, mark experience. You turn around. How does this look? How does this look? Actually, you describe it. I reach for the door, and as I hear the, as I reach for it, I hear a kind of hoot, <laughs> and I just. Like my head drops and I'm like, oh, and I just go back. I just turn back uh, and I'll grab him. I don't have a good way of carrying him. So I guess it's just like, I've got him under an arm. Yeah, slumped under your arm slightly. Or maybe he can sit on your shoulder. Well, he can perch on my shoulder and stuff, but if he's, if he, I don't think he can at this point. Uh, he can perch as long as you don't break out into a sprint. Okay, well, I'm, I'm definitely be sprinting, so that's not an option. So all the, we just need to get him outside anyway. Once he's outside, it'll be all right. He can... Just hang out in a tree for a bit. As you tuck the owl under your arm, um, Miranda Rhapsody looks up at you. She's like, who are you? (laughs) (laughs) Say, please say, I'm your biggest fan. I'm your biggest fan. (laughs) (laughs) And you then leave the room. All of Full Immersion was building up to (laughs) a beautiful owl rescue. The shell shell realises she cannot leave Walter behind. Okay, you're out. You're in the corridor. Uh, There's only one way out down to the lift. You can see two suited security-looking men have just rounded the corridor, but they haven't seen you come out of the room. You don't, but you don't know if they know who you are. What do you do? Uh, but they've seen me. No, uh, they, they, they will see you in a second. They're, they're, they're just coming round into the corridor. You can hide from them, like they're about to see you, but they are definitely between you and the exit. Okay, so my plan is to get away from them. Basically, is there a flat spot. Convenient plant pot you can hide behind. Do I have to go past them? If you want to leave, you can. You can go to the dead end the other way. They're probably going into the room, right, that you were just in, so you could wait for them to go in there and then run past. Okay, I think I go away from them to the very next doorway. One door over is fine. And I will, if I can, push myself up against the door so that, presuming they go into the room, I can then get past them. Roll to act under pressure. Would you say that reaction time is critical? I'll give you reaction time on this because they were about to round the corner. So if you react very, very quickly, you will be able to be in your hiding space by the time they come round. Amazing. I'm also in my stealth suit. So I can take two forward on cool, which is great. It makes it impossible to fail. There we go. 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. They, they go past you into the room and you have free reign of the corridor. Uh, before we get there, let's just cut back to Harris. Uh, Harris, you're back in the entertainment complex. There's some screens around here and your face has come up on them. Oh, good. Um, and a voiceover has come and it's like, um, um, alert, uh, wanted fugitive has been detected in the building. Everybody remain remain calm. The NAPD have been contacted. Right, right. Right, right. Okay, then. Um, I think I'm going to quickly check in with 
Tegan and ask if she's getting the same alert in the hotel. Am I? You are not. In that case, it's time to go to the hotel where people aren't being told about here. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'll head to the lift and start going up to the hotel reception. You, um, yeah, you can do that. You go up, the door opens into the reception, but there are, you immediately join a small crowd of people outside the lift with a couple of people in front of them. Um, they appear to be hotel staff and they're kind of like blocking people just by standing there. Um, and as soon as you come up, one of them says to you, uh, sir, please remain here. There's an incident going on in the hotel. We suggest that you leave and go downstairs. And the other guests, meanwhile, are like, let me through, let me through. Um, you can see... The, you can see a um, a guy sat at the reception desk. He's got like what looks like some kind of cloth with some ice on it up to his face. He's obviously been bleeding. He's talking to somebody. Um, there are a few secu- suited-looking security personnel, uh, and the and um, the uh, and and you can also hear one of the staff members who's talking to this little crowd going. Um, Yes, and the, the NAPD and uh, corporate security have been contacted. This, this It's all going to be very safe. Please, everybody, stay where you are. But it looks like the guests are a little bit rowdy because some of them are kind of worried about people, obviously, that would be in the hotel or just their belongings, uh, or they're unhappy with the whole situation. So what do you do? Yep, okay. I'm going to walk up to one of the... whoever's trying to block me, basically, whichever hotel staff is trying to stop people, and say, uh, yeah, I'm private security for Miss Older. I was on site, but downstairs. Um... I believe they're in room 30. Could I get through? I need to check that everything's okay. He goes, um, please, one moment. He's, he steps away. He uh, he is poking at his earpiece, and Tegan gets a call saying that there is someone someone here to see you, uh, claiming to be corp security. Can you confirm? I think Tegan is smart enough to think that it will be either Esteban or Harris. I think I'll just say, oh, yes, thanks. That uh, The member staff member looks up at you, Harris, and then he goes, Yes. Okay. Very good. Um, one of uh, one of our uh, members of staff here will escort you up to uh, Miss Alder's room. And he gestures. There's a biroid that kind of appears, um, and it's like step this way, sir. Okay. Yep. I'll go with the biroid. As you walk past the desk, uh, the person that's talking to the the receptionist with the cloth on his face looks up at you. You think they 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 you feel like they look at you for a little bit too long, but you're not really sure. It's very hard to tell. Like they might just be registering you. Um, but anyway, that, that, that is quickly over and you're escorted to the lift. Um, we'll come back to that. Shell, what is your plan now? Uh, my plan is to get out. So I, I, oh, I do have, actually have two options. Uh, one of them was to go back to the room and just pretend to have been in the room the whole time. I will relay that you cannot come back to the room. You must leave the hotel. Uh, I've got no idea what the best way out of the building is. It, I guess the staff exit, but that's going to be heavily guarded, right? I could try and blend in with the staff, I don't know. If you can get somewhere, I can try and help you out, but I can't really get into the hotel. Out of interest, can, are there guards just, like, patrolling the corridors, Alex? Uh, so, you you kind of, you're able to take a second to look around. There aren't guards, but there are um, some little, like, dog-sized drones walking around. Um, you're not sure where they've come from, but you can see a couple of them, like to your left and to your right. Uh, you you can't really tell what they are or what they do at this point. I'm going to use my last assess question, which I did around the entrance of the room, so it probably applies here. What is my best way out? Your best way out. And by out, I guess I mean, let's say of the hotel. It doesn't have to be out of the building, but of the hotel at least. Like from here. Maybe I saw a laundry chute. Classic. 
I can fit in a laundry sheet. Not a problem. If you just want to leave the, the hotel, up onto the roof is almost certainly your best bet. You can get to a lift, just go up, and then and then you're kind of like out of the hotel security. You are then on a roof. But that is your best way out of the hotel itself. Uh, is the roof public access? Once you're in the hotel, it is. What is the purpose of the roof? Like, it has... Tra- transport sort of stuff does it have public transport like hoppers and stuff like cats. there's hoppers it's a hopper car park essentially if you can get to the roof i'll try and meet you there with a hopper all right let's do that i can and i can probably at least hide on the roof mate somewhere at least until i spend arrives okay that's the plan i'm gonna get to the roof how do i get to the roof <laughs> you need to go you need to get to the lift that would take you back down to the first floor and it can also go up onto the roof on the floor i'm on there's only the the hotel lift there's no staff lift is that right yeah the staff lifted where you'd have to go back down to the to the first to the first floor okay i presume the lift is going to be very well guarded but i can make my way to the lift getting in a confined box seems like a terrible idea the um the corridors are mostly empty other than these drones but there is a drone like they, they don't walk super fast, but to get there, there will be a drone between you and the door. And it's like, they appear to be sort of patrolling, just quite calmly. What do you plan to do? There is a drone on down both ends of the corridor, and you're going to have to get past one of them somehow. I've got gear, which I might use. Does the, do the drones belong to the hotel? Can I, can I make that assumption? Yeah, you can. They fit in with the decor. <laughs> They're like muted colours. Yeah. I've got some gear that lets me trick the drone in some way. An ID badge or something. I'll let you declare a gear that makes one of the drones a non-issue for this for this one for this second. That's a good use of a gear if you can explain what or how it is. But it's not gonna it's not gonna enter into a conversation with me. That's the thing. So what's it gonna do? It's gonna record that I was there. Open fire, perhaps. That's an outside guess, but it's possible. Maybe I just run past it and kind of ignore it, hide my face from it. Okay, sure. All right, let's go with this. I don't know that I'm gonna kind of make up some side cyberpunk stuff here no, you can uh, do I'm, that you have I'm gonna, decent control I'm going to presume that um, there's some way of activating and deactivating these drones some kind of like maybe a key operated power switch I don't know right they're machines they're, I, I'm picturing like a Roomba bigger but like basically a Roomba so it's just a machine you might want to turn off and store in a cupboard so yeah. um, I'm going to imagine that I got a set of keys from the reception I wasn't really sure what they were going to be for but I figured it might be something like unlocking and something so i can one of the keys is a very distinctively different shape it's not like a tumbler it's like a i don't know mechanical switch key so i so i i guess that this is uh, going to be usable on these drones and i am able to power it down like i have to get close to it that's the thing so i'm just going to get up close to it and try and like turn it off in as quick a motion as i can i really 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 wish that we could have turning it off be Booping it on the nose. Sure. <laughs> That's what the button is. You have to put the key in the back and then you have to boop it on the nose. Uh, oh, wait. You still have a dog size, but they're not dogs, right? Uh, they're a little bit dog-like. They have four legs that hold them up, but they don't have heads or necks. They just have, like, a front. <laughs> I, that... I assume they're, like, the, the real-world creepy dog drones, right? Yeah, a lot like that. Yeah, it looks like it's about to scan you as you get close to it, but then you, like, wave the key at it, and it's, like, manual deactivation detected, and it just shuts down. Like, the lights go off. You can hear the power go, boop, and it's sort of droops slightly so it's looking down at the floor i will continue to run past it so yeah you can you get to the lift so the biroid like takes you takes you to tegan's room uh harris and uh indicates the room and says um this is the room of your client uh it turns to it says uh, i will leave you here it turns to go and then it starts a little bit and uh it looks at you and it says excuse me do i recognize you from something <laughs> 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 um i say Yes, you were just looking at me. You just escorted me to this room. It looks, it looks, uh, looks down. You hard to, you, it's hard to read its expression. You haven't spent a lot of time with biroids. It looks back up at you and it says, "Okay, 
have a pleasant night and it walks away. <laughs> I think the two of you are good for now. Although what conversation do you have? What does your interaction look like? I mean, I think it's just planning, making sure we're up to speed. I think I'm in the clear, but I have no idea. I, I, I mean, from from the outside perspective, I was just chatting to the reception guy and uh, he went down. Yeah. I mean, the problem is just if anyone recognises Shao and spreads the word around and figures out it was a person with you in the room here, then you could get in trouble. So I'll, I'll, work, I'll work to get Shao out, but... I, I think for the moment you have to stay put, don't you? Yeah, I think I think our best bet is to stay here. I'm not sure if staying put is great in case we end up asking questions when they figure out that Shell like, was staying Like, I seen you somewhere? <laughs> uh, ideally, I'm outside the building, in which case I can re-enter as a civilian and be like, oh, I just went out for a walk. Yeah. Yes, I think that is a good idea. Okay, we'll come back to this. So you two are staying put. Um, Shell, you get to the lift. And nothing bad happened, and the lift of journey is uneventful. <laughs> no, yeah, you can go up to the roof. You're actually, you're, you are okay. Um, there's no one here around. As you get in the lift, a little voice comes up, say, and it's it's a per- it's a person. It's not unautomated. It's being, it's you know, someone's talking to you directly, um, and they say, uh, "Excuse me, we currently have an incident at the hotel, and we would we would much rather you you stay downstairs and did not go up to the roof." Okay, I mean, I'm going to ignore the voice. Um, I'm assuming the lift is just not going to move. Yeah, the 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 voice speaks again. It says, um, "We're uh, we're locking down entrances and exits to the building at this time. Please remain where you are." You you might like it. W- it would be some kind of override that would do this. You you have a rudimentary knowledge of security systems. You might be able to override it, but you would need to roll dice. But I'm going to say you you can try do some do some rudimentary hacking. Uh, I was going to say you might be able to climb up the lift, but you probably can't reach the ceiling because you're a midget. I can go Mission Impossible, right? Like I can I can just climb up lift oh, shafts. Oh yeah, that's or... probably... Yeah, you can roll to act under pressure to smash climb, like, up and out of the lift and up the shaft. Alright, I'm going to ignore the lift and use the lift shaft. I'm going to make you roll to act under pressure, although I'm going to say you are going to be able to climb. It's just a case of whether something bad happens while you do it. I'm sure something will. Alright, I'll roll cool. Uh, seven. Seven. Uh, I'm going to say that you can... If you want to get up, if you want to climb up to the roof, you're going to mark two harm. Fine. Not a problem. I need, I need to get gone. I'm not going to say you roll the harm move. I'm just going to say it's like physical strain. It's not going to dramatically hinder you. So yeah, mark the harm. You get up onto the roof. It's probably time to cut back a little bit in time, decide if Esteban had a plan and if so, what? Yeah, I did. Yeah. It's not a particularly good plan, but I'm just I'm going to... So I will have got a distance away from the, the block, the hotel block, because otherwise this would be weird. And then I'm going to go and hire a hopper. You're just going to hire a hopper... As just as a as a civilian, basically. Uh, yeah, so by by hire a hopper, I mean taxi style rather than um, rent a car, because presumably that's going to take too long. Just going to, to flag down a, a passing taxi hopper. Do they have drivers or not? It will have a human driver, yeah. Yeah. And you're just going to tell it to land. Tell them to land. Yeah, on just, the roof to, just tell them to land on the roof. Yeah. Yeah, you can do that all pretty easily. The um, the driver is like a young, uh, like Hispanic, uh, tea, like teen teen male. He looks to you. He looks like he shouldn't even necessarily really be old enough to drive, but you trust that he is. Um, and yeah, you're like, uh, yeah, take me up to the roof. And he's like, yeah, fine. Basically a pittance. Um, and you're in this little like four-seater hopper, pretty standard workman-like stuff. You're, we cut to you like going towards the roof um, and a voice comes over, over the like the, hop, the hopper speak system. Um, it's like, this is the Hotel de Champ. We're uh, not allowing anybody to land on the roof at the moment. And the uh, the driver turns to you 
Sorry, boss. Rules is rules. So at this point, I will have pulled out my Derringer holdout pistol and placed it at the back of his neck and say, <laughs> just land. <laughs> I gotta say, the time to gun being drawn was pretty long on this mission. <laughs> yep. And I didn't do it. This is this is straight out of Harris's playbook. Are you playing hardball here? Um, Are you threatening violence? You tend to carry through? By carry through, it doesn't have to mean shoot him in the back of the head. Yeah, I can't really shoot him at the moment because like a, a hopper crash can be a bit disastrous while, while it's in the middle. But yeah, I, I, I do. I would intend to at least like pistol whip him or something. Okay, roll, roll edge, roll to play hardball. That's a seven, right? Yeah. Uh, there's only one option of the play hardball one that really makes sense here. I do not want to add this taxi driver as a threat, for example. Um, and I don't think he's going to attempt to remove you as a threat because I don't think you're going to fight in a moving hopper. With a teenager, uh, I'm going to say that he's like, okay, okay, calm down, I'll land. Please, please don't hurt me. Um, and the voice, the voice continues to come over thing like, please see your trajectory. Can you turn that off? He's like, yep, yep, turning it off now. No need to panic. He uh, like moves his hand over and switches it off. He's like, okay, landing on the roof. And he's talking it through and he's talking as much to himself as he is to you. And I, uh, now I'll try and be nice and calm as well. Just, we're just going to wait here for a few minutes, pick up a friend and, and then uh, then leave. So no danger here. Just just a little taxi trip. He he lands, he lands, goes to land on the roof. I think, I think Shell, you come out and you can see the hopper coming down. Like the timing is pretty close. Uh, but Shell can also see there is uh, a couple of... Um, what look like some kind of security hoppers coming from the other direction down towards the roof and they look like security i would hurry up if i were you shell <laughs> yeah okay uh so i'll run uh toward the hopper and dive in um do we want this guy driving or should someone else drive i, I can't drive a hopper <laughs> i'm just gonna i'll be, be quicker i know I, I think it'd be quicker to tell this guy just to, to get moving now floor it <laughs> So yeah, the, the the two hoppers like speed their way are speeding their way down towards the roof, um, and they they slow way down. So they're approaching the the hopper that you have just dived into, and they're kind of approaching it slowly. The doors go up to one of them, and the, a lady's like kind of half hanging out of the hopper. Um, she's not. Neither of you are super far above the ground, so if someone was to fall out, they could just land on the roof. You can she see she has a like a carmine in her hand. She's got one of those big AR helmets on, but she's got her visor up. Um, and she's kind of like, kind of, uh, again, like mid thirties sort of looking. Um, uh, and she speaks, she's speaking out. She's got like a, some kind of voice amplifier thing in her helmet. And she's speaking out basically at the hopper with the three of you in it. The third being this driver. Um, and she goes, um, MBN talent recognition security, uh, land this hopper right now. And the boy looks panicked and he's kind of looking half at you. Esteban, what do you do? Uh, I will nudge him with the with the butt of the pistol and go and says uh, the the only way you're staying out of trouble is if you get us off this roof real quick. He's like, um, okay, okay, and he he banks it around, and the lady shouts, um, "We are authorized to use force!" And then she fires the carbine at the hopper. You can't shout that as you shoot. That's not okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, none of you are hit. Uh, so this this taxi driver is now engaged in a chase. He does not want to be in driving you away from these two uh, security guards now. You guys aren't driving, so you don't need to roll dice for that. But what are you telling him to do? Uh, do you want to land as soon as possible? Yeah, or? I'm going to tell him to find um, some some kind of narrow bits where the where line of sight isn't quite so good, so some narrow streets, um, to slow down enough to let us jump out and then to carry on driving for another few minutes, and then he can stop and tell them what happened. 
but he needs to let us out and then move away for, for a few minutes he ends up he has to because you're pretty high up this you're you know this is like a tower block kind of yeah and he has to put the hopper basically into a vertical downwards dive to build up enough speed which is terrifying because it wasn't built for this um and there's still a little bit of hopper traffic which is like like moving like moving around vertically so there's like loud hopper like horn sounds and you can hear the the hoppers coming coming behind you the security hoppers are making a more controlled fall they're not just diving straight down um so you are going a bit faster Uh, and then he's going to have to pull up uh, he's going to like pull up, be at street level, and then f- try and find an alley. The only thing is, he he's like muttering to himself. He doesn't. He's like, I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to do it. And you're not sure if he's going to stick this landing or just crash into the ground. Um, what are the two of you <laughs> going to do? Uh, I will uh, turn to his best friend and say, Come on, you can do this. So you're like giving him encouragement. Yeah. Okay. So you're you're. Encouraging him and just trusting him to stick this landing and yeah, I mean, and... if he crashes a hopper to the ground, then then putting my head between my legs isn't going to help. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the, the it's picking up speed. It's all it feels like it's in free fall. If my seatbelt's not on, I'll do that though. What's what's Shell doing? Are you just staying put? I'm just bracing, I guess. I got no ability to help out with this. You're just hoping this all works out. Basically, yes. He um he pulls the hopper up into an ascent at hopefully the right time, and it like it falls and then it it gets its momentum back up and it like bangs on the floor like on the ground but that's as it's slowed i'm not a physicist so i've probably got some stuff wrong uh, like it bumps you all jolt but then it does it does continue it doesn't actually crash um and for a second he looks kind of pleased with himself and relieved he's like i can't believe i just did that but then he goes back to just being terrified <laughs> i'll tell him i'll tell him good job tip him well. <laughs> This place is reasonably crowded, but he does kind of find an alley and the two of you can jump out, I think. As I go, I'll say, you've made a friend of the spectre. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were the sculptor. No, the sculptor's my actual street, then my spectre's my nom de crime. Uh, Great, yeah. The two of you jump out. You can hear the the talent recognition security, like, alarm. Like, the cars have their own version of the alarm going, like, a little bit in the distance. I think I'm going to act one of you to take the lead and roll to act under pressure to disappear into the night uh okay we both have the same call right uh, acts under pressure is edge right yeah it's cool i'm looking at okay, it i'll do it go ahead it can't go wrong oh no <laughs> my escape plan's gone wrong the two of you are are running but you can hear you can hear the hoppers they've slowed down and you can you can hear like their sirens and it sounds like they're making their way towards you at a steady pace um shell hears a, like a beeping from from among her stuff and you pull out Carmelone's phone and like the screen has gone just like blank blank bright white and there's a little red light on at the top of the pad and you realize it's being used as a tracking device kind of here's the choice you can throw it away and run and you you've got a much better chance of escaping or one of you is going to have to be caught by the security force and the other one can get away with the pad okay with the pad uh so i'll turn to esteban and say uh, I think we have to throw it, right? The mission isn't that important to us, right? Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's only Gabe's. It's only it's only Gabe's crappy job. So yeah. All right, then I'll throw it on the ground and smash it, uh, yep. and then we'll leg it. Uh, I'll also give the opportunity here. Uh, if Shell keeps the rest of the um, the stuff that she stole from Karma alone, you can have a credit after the job, um, or you can also throw that in an alley as well. Oh, is there any benefit to that? It's just one creds. Oh, uh, that reminds me. Uh, while uh, I'm looking through her purse and stuff, I guess I should make sure to grab something 
maybe some memento that belongs to Miranda Rhapsody. My uh, my good friend Lee May uh, wanted me to get something for her, so uh, yeah, I guess I'll get something like that as well. Is there anything I can use? Oh God, didn't she want photos as well? Yeah, you are not going. You are not going to the con. Uh, there's a little. There's there's something pretty ideal. There's a little like press release leaflet thing that's been sent to Kara for approval. It's like approval pending with some shots of Miranda and a little interview in that was going to be handed out uh, on day three of the con. Uh, right. Yeah. I'll uh, I'll grab that and shove it inside my jacket, but I'll throw the rest of the bag on the floor. I'm not that bothered about okay. the credit. I don't think. I just kind of want to get out. You do not get the credit. And neither does Esteban. I assume you put his tracking chip thing in there as well. Now nah, I probably grabbed that as well. Yeah, Esteban can have his tracking chip back. Yes, complete success. And the two of you disappear into the night. The last shot we see is the lady from earlier uh, crouching down in the alley, picking up the pad and um, calling in. And she says, uh, Miss Malone, I've got some good news and some bad news. And then the uh, we f- we fade we fade to black. Um, so you two are high and dry. Let's talk about Tegan and Harris quickly. Are you just going to try and hang around in the room and ride this out? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think that's probably the best thing for us to do now. I don't know. Will, will we get some sort of announcement? If we get some sort of announcement at some point that the, the situation's been resolved, I think it's probably best if Harris get out of there to minimise the chance of him being spotted and stopped. Yeah, yeah. I would just leave if it if it sounds like things are clear. But, but I think the best bet is for Tegan to act as if nothing's wrong, or as if she's done had no part in this. So you get the all clear at about 6am. Like, it's, it's, a, it's a good few hours. Um, no, it's probably more like 5am, actually. Uh, yeah, the um, TV message came up saying, um, we have confirmed that the building is secure. You are free to leave your, to leave your rooms. Uh, any pertinent information should be given to the NAPD so that we can apprehend those responsible for this crime. Otherwise, you are free to leave. I think Harris is going to have to roll... I think we're going to have to end up with one more dice roll. Harris is going to have to roll to act under pressure because there are cops everywhere and you're going to have to try okay. and leave this building now. Yep. But you are trying to look like a nondescript security personnel. That's an eight. N- none of the cops recognise you from TV. <laughs> so the cops the cops, and none of the, none of the MBN security personnel recognise you. Um, it looks like a civilian does. Like someone gives you a look. Uh, do you just like give them a, a threatening a threatening look, or do you just quickly leave? This is in the lobby. Uh, quickly leave, yeah. That is fine. Okay. So finally, so you leave. You go down in the lift. You go all the way to the base of the building, and you quickly run run out. The whole incident at the hotel has affected the whole of this building. So you having showed up there is less of a less of is less news now. Although some people are asking if the two are related, obviously. Um. So. Tegan, finally. Um, the person that spoke to you, you know, when you were snooping around, um, she checks in with you before, like, talks to you before you leave, because they're kind of talking to, to guests as they leave. And she says, um, did you... The person that was staying with you, is she is she okay? Did that, did that all... Well, when, um, when the security alert went up um, and they asked where our companions were, I... I um, my friend had gone out to get some food so they said she couldn't come back to the hotel so she just went to stay with a friend she nods she says um i do ha- hate to bring this up but uh, obviously the, the, uh, a night ago i did uh, find you taking pictures which uh you know in light of what's happened 
uh, is a little worrying. You're not being suspected of anything, but uh, security was just wondering if we could take a data, co if we could just copy all the data on your phone just to make sure there's nothing untoward. Okay, sure. Do you do you, do you hand it over? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so she does it herself in front of you. She has some kind of thing that she plugs into it, like some kind of stick. She plugs it in, 10 seconds pass, she pulls it out. She hands the phone back over. She's like, thank you very much for your cooperation. I do understand that this is unusual. I'd just like to clarify that I don't have like the, this lot in there as like, my crime buddies. No, no, no. Yeah, that's just this is just future, future stuff that could come up later. Um, and she goes, okay, have a lovely day. Right, you leave as well. Now, what are the four of you doing? Are you going to go back to Gabe and be like, yep, shit happens, or are you going to try and avoid him? I, I, uh, I'm in favour of just going and saying shit yeah. happens. Why are you going back to him? <laughs> well, he's going to find us anyway. Yeah, but we don't have to go to him. We can, like, message him and tell him it was a failure, and if he comes after us, we can tell him what happened. I mean, it, I don't think we avoid him. Uh, it's, it's also his fault, right? Like... He should have yeah. done this job himself, and we were bad at crime, and he should have done it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I need a unanimous decision from you. Yeah, so I'm, I'm happy to tell him, but not, not go meet yeah, him. Yeah, that but... sounds fine. I have a sneaky suspicion that the first thing we do in our next mission is, is get him and meet him. talk okay. to Gabe. Who messages him specifically? I'll do it. He sends you back a message saying, that's understood. Send me a report of what happened. Um, I'll be in touch later. I'll, I'll be in touch at some point. Uh, I don't consider us even. Hey, 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 gang, Gabe's pissed. Are you going to send him a detailed write-up of what happened? I'll send him, like, a... a I'm not going to do a blow-by-blow, blow, but I'll do I'll do a summary, yeah. The, if I, I'm, and I'll, I'll kind of tilt it to the fact that there was uh, unexpected security that he didn't that he didn't warn us about on the pad, that the pad was easily trackable, so there was no way to retrieve it for any length of time. I'll, make it try, I'll try and make it seem like it's his fault. Okay, cool. Uh, so, yeah, and then... What the the group of you are probably going to lie a little bit low for a while, right? Yes. Yeah. For a little while. Okay. I was, I was just going to say I will write up a bunch of stuff and, and send it over to my colleague. Obviously, I won't have a whole load of photo content and a, um, all that kind of thing, so it'll be a bit of a weird one. So. Yeah. That, yeah. So you can you can give a sort of somewhat satisfactory review. Um, Noah also pushes you to go on his channel and give an interview about your what happened like on the incident yeah, like, yeah, in the hotel from your perspective. You have to do that. Cool. Okay, that's fine. You don't. That's that doesn't give you an experience point, but that's just that's a, a thing that that's happens. Fine. It's it's my personal agenda. <laughs> Does Shell give the scan of the um, of the or give the document that you stole out of the handbag to her friend? Uh, of course. Uh, I will tell her that it was hard to come by and that she should appreciate the favour. She is real pleased with you. She's She doesn't know how you got it, but she's happy that you did. It shows up on a bunch of, like, Miranda Rapsi fan blogs and stuff. I think that's that. Uh, in the aftermath of this, this incident is on the news. Harris also makes the news again because he got spotted. Does he have, like, a nickname on the news, uh, on the news channels? Uh, I need to think of a good one. It's ne He'll be named after Frontload. Like the front load fiend, but sounds less stupid sounding. That's pretty good to be honest. Maybe he's the fiend of front load. That's who he is. Okay, in the news. sure. Oh man, you're all getting alternate personas, and uh, I think that's all that kind of like narrative stuff. So yeah, we, the, we just see the characters like splitting off. Our, our our heroes splitting off into the night and going back to their homes. Maybe their tails between their legs. Right. There's some mechanical bits to now do. Let me just uh, right. So 
I'll make sure everyone's got their experience points first. We'll do spending experience in a minute. So the mission directives were when you accept the mission mark experience, um, when you decide how and when to get the data mark experience, when you successfully extract the schedule mark experience, and when the mission ends, mark two experience. So that was the third one that you didn't do. You didn't actually get the data to Gabe. So you will get four experience points for this mission. Um, right, let's look at some bits and pieces then. Failure. If the action clock hit midnight and the mission failed, which is essentially what happened, they gave you the choice between advancing the mission clock to midnight or getting captured. Players get to decide if their character escaped alive or captured or died. If everyone escaped alive, which is what happened, the corporation increases their efforts to dispose of the characters represented by advancing the corporate clock. Okay. So that's talent recognition, right? Yeah, so I already advanced the clock because you had a very high profile mission against them. I'm going to mark it again. Yay. Because they don't have anything to show for, for their efforts. Worth noting, both for you and for people at home, NBN talent obsession is up to 10 o'clock now. That is pretty bad news. Let's have a look at other finishing mission bits and pieces. So yeah, we don't get paid, but we do get other stuff. Links. At the end of a mission, yeah, you each choose someone who as a result of the mission has a better idea about how your character operates, explain what happens and what they now know, and they increase their links with you by one. So let's do that now. Uh, we'll go from left to right on my screen. So Alice. Yes. Who knows Tegan better uh, as a result shall, of this mission? I think. Just because... Uh, she saw me kind of doing the fast talk stuff and how I can talk to you know, distract people. Cool. So the thing she now knows is that you can do a bit of the old social engineering if needs be. Uh, so that character increases their lengths with you by one. So Shell, increase your links with Tegan by one. Okay. Chris. Come back to me if that's okay. Do you, do you want to do the other two first while I think? Don, who understands Harris better? You're a bit of an independent operator here, so That's yeah, difficult to, as well. I'm trying to think. You might need to reach a little bit. You can bear in mind stuff that happened in legwork, though. Yeah, uh, I think Esteban maybe got an insight through me stashing Ace at the garage for a while. Oh yeah, I forgot so, about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe Harris has some shit going on. He's not telling everybody about. Yeah. Cool. So Chris, Mark, plus one links with Harris. Uh, Jono, who knows Shell better? Uh, I'm not really sure. I guess Tegan was there when Shell was around, but they didn't do much apart from check in together. I saw you nick that the key cards and knock a dude out. Yeah. Tegan did learn that you're prepared to take rash action for the sake of the mission instead of backing down and finding another way. Well, really, I think I have made the most links with Walter, but I guess that doesn't count. Uh, if I had to pick a human, <laughs> I guess I would go Tegan. Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, okay, back to you, Chris. So I think it is Shell in retrospect, um, because I think... Uh, Esteban maybe took a bit more risk for Shell than he necessarily would for other people um, and kind of went to a, a slightly more aggressive level than Shell, again, Shell has seen him before. It's like the first time Esteban's ever threatened someone or, or really pulled a gun on anyone. Yeah, that makes sense. Cool. Okay. Uh, that uh, puts me at four link with Esteban. Uh, I think that has some mechanical effect, right? Uh, yeah. If that new piece of knowledge would increase their links with your characters plus four, explain why that new knowledge changes the relationship. The players of these characters will then frame a short downtime scene between the two characters focused on the new knowledge. After the scene, they mark experience, present their links with your character to zero. Oh, we do get some more screen stuff happen on screen. Uh, why? So why does your new knowledge of Harris change a relationship? Esteban. Esteban. My bad. Yeah, I still have a zero link with Harris. He's a mystery to me. Yep. Unknown quantity. 
So I think this represents the fact that uh, Esteban and Harris have had a few uh, daring uh, escapes now, just at the end of a couple of missions, and they've operated together a couple of times. I also think that um, maybe for the first time, Shell was actually genuinely in, in danger in this mission. There was She was under a serious threat of harm. Uh, and I think that the the progression in the relationship is that uh, as to, maybe she realizes that Esteban cares enough to come and help get her out. And the reverse, I guess, is maybe he feels protective uh, of her. Yep, that's fair. So the relationship is not, the way that the relationship has changed is you're not just like, he can protect you. And is that like kind of partly as, as someone you can trust and rely on as a person and not just as a colleague? Or is he now very much at the point of like a colleague that you trust a lot? Like, yeah, does the I think relationship it's go the beyond that? Former, it's more than professional. There's he's kind of like a like a guardian, maybe. Is maybe that's the kind of yeah. relationship they have. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you need to frame a short scene between your characters to illustrate this. Um, this could be after the mission, or we can. This can be a time skip forward a bit, just to like some other some other time and place. I do have an idea for this, but you might want you might veto this. I think Esteban is is kind of concerned about shell's link with lost scorp and has been meaning to have a chat over a while for a while with her about whether that's the best thing and whether there's something they can do to clear shell's debt with lost scorp and how shell reacts to that is obviously entirely up to you Jono, but I, I think that's what esteban would probably um would no as. i like that yeah just give us give us a little bit of in cat like have this conversation just in in character uh, so um yeah i've been meaning to talk to you about this for a while um you know this stuff you've got going on with lost scorp it's not good for you, you know. I mean, the, the stuff they're asking you to do is going to get. I mean, we live a dangerous life anyway, and, and this kind of today really drove that home. But I mean, maybe if you could just, and it, it get, if you get them off your back, get one one less person who's after you and and asking favors of you and and kind of dragging your life around. Maybe we could kind of get you out or something, or just make your life a bit simpler. I don't know what to say really. They raised me and kind of made me what I am, but I think you're right. I'm, I'm not sure how, but you're, maybe we should try and find a way. It won't be easy, though. They own me. Well, maybe we can look for a way to pay that off. We'll think about it. I also wanted to say thank you for coming back for me. <laughs> it means a lot. Well, I mean, you you got you, you had my tracker, so um, yeah, I had, I had to get my tracker back. Um, yeah, don't, don't mention it. Excellent. Okay, uh, you both mark experience as well. So we kind of succeeded the mission. <laughs> <laughs> if the true mission is the friends we make along the way. Yeah, the mission is the friends we made along the way. There's one more thing to do. Oh, you can spend experience points. We'll come to that in a second. Healing we don't need to worry about because barely any harm was taken. You guys are good at avoiding harm. You always cause a lot of problems but don't actually get into any fights. We don't really, we don't really kind of use violence as a as a state. We use it as a bluff and a threat yeah. more than anything else. I think but... we're all quite squishy, so... Yeah, I quite like the role that violence plays in our game. Like, as soon as a gun gets fired, it's quite scary. Yeah. There's one more bit to do, which is lie low or fight back, which we've avoided a whole bunch. I don't know if we've ever done this, or I feel like we might have done it once. Um, when the corporal clocks are advanced, the heat is getting too high. The characters have a couple of options. So, uh, MB and talent recognition is looking quite high right now. They can lie low with, con- with contacts to reduce the heat. That's a move. Lie low. When everyone goes to ground until the heat dies down, each character pays half their cred or five, whichever is greater. Lower all the corporate clocks by one. 
Uh, laying low is only an option if you have the resources, you have to have enough money to get out of town. If you don't have the cash or you value your rep more than your life, you can attempt to fight back. The best options are to find out what they know about you or destroy the information, or attack their balance book and make it too expensive to pursue you. Either way, those are missions. Normally you won't get paid for these missions, but hitting the street creatively might change that. MBA, this talent recognition is starting to bear down on you. Do you guys want to just lie low, or do you want to now be actively looking for a way to reduce their heat? In which case, that may well be a mission. Can't really afford to lie low anyway, right? You said it's minimum five cred each? Yeah, I'll rule... This rule is interesting. I'll rule that I'll let you, those who don't have five, bankrupt themselves, and it will count. I'm voting for fight back anyway, because I do care about my rep. Uh, yeah, I, so I my concern is that we won't have the option to lie low because Gabe has got this sort of ha hanging over us. And if we're trying to lie low and he comes and mucks that up, that'll be a waste of trying to lie low. So the other thing is it's not like we care about all the clocks. Like most of the clocks are okay. It's just that there's a couple that we're worried about. So I don't really care. About, I, I don't want to... don't think it's worth like, reducing all of them as much as it is just trying to deal with the, the one problem. Okay. Uh, so that may well be next time's mission or it will be... Or I'm, it might be the mission after next. There's going to be a mission themed around your heat with MBN. Does that seem reasonable? You, I think you should... Do you have advance? Have you all earned a new advance now? Or are you about to? Yeah. It's 10, uh, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, once you cross that 10. Uh, but it's probably not worth doing that now, right? You guys probably want no, to think and look between the sessions. Yep. Okay, so do that in between sessions. Um, let's have a quick look at directives. Right, so I didn't... I, I had highlighted that I hadn't done given Esteban an opportunity to be protective. And I still didn't do it that mission either. So, that's so I was actually, in, in line with all the, what we've just done, I was thinking about changing that anyway. To I was wondering about changing it to protective of shell, because I think that might be a bit easier to uh, write around. Yes, interesting. Uh, that's The only thing I have to think about there is experience points have to sometimes, like the opportunity to get them should hinder the mission a little bit. Yeah, agreed. So it might, so it will, we may need to word it in such a way that it's you doing something that's like maybe not the best idea to help shell. Well, it's it's also easy to set up situations where, for example, Esteban going with Shell to do something dangerous is worse for a mission than splitting up. Yeah. It might be, like, worded as, like, overprotective, or we can decide what form it takes. For Harris... Amelia gave you advice and you didn't follow it, I think. Um, but that's an opportunity, but I didn't give you an opportunity for revealing, so I'm going to mark that. Uh, so we we cut to what looks like a, uh, like a small... A small corporate office. Um, the the lighting is low, lit only by a screen, and there are two figures. One is the uh, the the lady that confronted uh, Esteban and Shell earlier. She's dressed no longer in her security clothes, but in smart uh, business attire, and we can see her better now. And we can see that she's got like uh, square shoulders and an upright posture. Obviously, some kind of ex-military, and um, she's talking to someone else. Another another. Uh, of this corporate executive, well-dressed, although we don't quite see their face. And uh, currently, um, the the, secu the security uh, lady from earlier is talking, and she says... Um, she's pointing at a screen, and she says, uh, yes, it's... Uh, she was staying at the hotel at the time of this incident, but uh, I checked back, and she's also the same lady that was at front load on the day of that attack. Quite the coincidence, don't you think? And we camera pans around and we can see a photo of Tegan up on the computer screen. And then we fade, fade to black. What you don't know is after it fades, the other guy goes, yep, just a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very. 